Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of The Jared White Show, recorded February 14th, 2019. I'm your host, Jared White, and I invite you to join me in a curated celebration of the art form that is the web. Well, folks, I've been sick. I have been sick, and I have not been recording episodes like I should have. So for that, I apologize. It wasn't really that big of a deal, I thought. It was just a cold, but what ended up happening is it totally knocked my voice out. I mean, I just sounded terrible. I felt weird. Every time I would try to talk to somebody in public, I'd feel embarrassed because it came out all wheezy and strange. I've been coughing and... Anyway, it's the season, I guess. So <laughs> so rather than try to plow on through and force my wheezy voice upon you, I just decided to wait. Uh, it's, I'm not 100% yet, but I feel better, definitely. So I think the time is right to put out another episode. And this is going to be an interesting one because I am recording in Ferrite. It's an iOS app, and I have a new... Yes, a brand new iPad Pro that I'm using Ferrite on. It's the 12.9 inch with the small bezels and it's 256 gigs of storage. So I could record a, I don't know, 2300 hour long podcast. (laughs) Anyway, plenty of storage space, fast, big, beautiful display. I just absolutely love it. I'm very excited to have the new iPad. And since Jason Snell and many others have been recommending Ferrite, as a tool for recording and editing and publishing podcasts on the iPad, I'm finally getting a chance to use that. I used to use Logic on the Mac, and I might still from time to time, but the thing I like about using Ferrite is I can just plug my little Scarlet interface by Focusrite right into my new iPad with the USB connector, and that means I can record anywhere. I'm very mobile, even with my nice big microphone here on its stand next to me, so that's very exciting. Anyway, a few other items of note. I'm making a big update to my email newsletter. Uh, For a while now, my email newsletter has more or less just been a feed of items from my blog at jaredwhite.com. And also, of course, announcements of when I record new podcast episodes or release new vlogs on YouTube. Uh, And I just increasingly became dissatisfied with that use of email. Uh, Something I'm really coming to grips with this year is making the most out of every medium. So understanding the differences between different publishing mediums, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, and making use of that. So with email, I feel like the best things that I get from people via email are actual newsletters where they have actual things that they write to their audience and it's only for the audience of that email newsletter. It's not just, you know, a glorified RSS feed or something like that. Uh, so, so that's what I'm doing. I'm working on creating a real email newsletter that will contain some, some thoughts and tidbits that are only available via email. And of course, there will be links to podcasts and blog posts and all those other things as well. But it will feel like a real email newsletter. Working title is Open Markup. So I'm not 100% decided on that yet, but I'm definitely leaning in that direction. So if you have any comments about the newsletter title, Open Markup, if you have any suggestions for other titles, please let me know. I probably will roll this out in a week or two. So uh, just just shoot me an email, jared at jaredwhite.com, and let me know what you think. 
I'm also considering changing the podcast back to being a weekly podcast. The two-week cycle I was on was partially because I also want time to work on vlog episodes, and in my mind, there would be sort of a natural rhythm between having a vlog come out one week and having a podcast episode come out another week. Uh, it just hasn't quite panned out that way. Um, part of the reason is I feel pretty differently about the podcast as compared with the vlog. If I go a full week without recording any podcast episodes, uh, I just kind of feel bad. I feel like I'm missing out on the experience. I feel like there's things I want to tell you. There's things I want to share. I'm not getting a chance to do that. Whereas if I miss a week or even a couple weeks with the vlog, it's not a big deal because for the most part, the content I'm doing on the vlog is not news related. It's not time sensitive. It's just about stuff that I can do pretty much anytime. Whereas the podcast is much more about news. It's about, you know, what's happening right now, what I'm interested in right now, what I want to talk with you guys about. So, uh, so I'm, I'm definitely leaning towards switching back to a weekly cadence for the podcast. It's certainly a time commitment. I have a very busy work schedule right now, but, um, I just think, you know, if I'm going to do a podcast, I feel like I want to do it right. And pretty much any podcast I listen to that I really enjoy is at least weekly. <sighs> so that's it for housekeeping. Uh, I won't do a really long episode today because, as I said, I'm sort of recovering from being ill and not back to my totally usual spunky self. But uh, I do have a few things to share. So first off, there was a really awesome interview with Roger McNamee on the uh, Recode Decode podcast. Car Swisher talked to Roger about uh, his time as an early investor with Facebook, and he even mentored Mark Zuckerberg. He helped Mark get introduced to Sheryl Sandberg, which, of course, is a huge deal. And uh, so, you know, he went from being very bullish on Facebook and very excited, very, uh, very pro Mark Zuckerberg, etc., uh, to being one of Facebook's biggest critics. So that's a huge shift. And I, I've heard him give some interviews and write some articles, of course, but now he has a whole book out, which I'm just starting to read, and the title is very funny. The book is Zucked, Waking Up to the Facebook Catastrophe. Uh, so, uh, so a lot of what the book delves into, Roger sort of summarizes in the podcast. So I really encourage you to go listen to that. Cara uh, Swisher's Recode Decode podcast has really been on a tear lately. She's been interviewing and talking to all kinds of fascinating guests. Uh, and sometimes she's a somewhat hostile interviewer, but I feel like she's always good at uh, still being respectful to her guests. So for example, she's interviewed Elon Musk somewhat recently. And she's talked with other people who are expressing their criticism of some of the excesses of Silicon Valley. Anyway, uh, I'll have a link in the show notes to the interview with Roger McNamee. And on a somewhat related note, uh, Mark Zuckerberg posted on his own Facebook page earlier this year about his goals for 2019. And I would just sum this up as Zuckerberg learns about the internet. I mean, really, it's kind of bizarre. Like he's talking about, oh, I'm going to spend this year listening to different communities and finding out more about what it means to to live in this new networked age. And it, like this really sort of vague, grandiose language that sounds like, you know, something Bill Gates might have written in the late 90s about the internet. I mean, it's it's kind of baffling to me. Like, <laughs> the internet is not new. Trolls aren't new. Fake news is not new. I mean... It, the, the problems that are 
uh, being a thorn in Facebook's side right now, have really been problems that have been around since the internet began. The problem was that Facebook just thought it could essentially rebuild the internet. Facebook thought that it, as a private company, could reshape what networked communications are. And it turns out that, uh, no, it doesn't really work that way. (laughs) All they've ended up with is a giant walled garden that has all the same problems as the rest of the open internet, and it promises few solutions while introducing many new problems of its own. So uh, at this point, oh, actually, I have an announcement to make on this note. I am officially off Facebook. I have no Facebook account. I have deactivated it. You can't find a Facebook page by me. My profile is gone. I actually broke a client application because the developer API connection was not working anymore for them. I'm so sorry. I I fixed it for them at no charge. So that's working again. Uh, One caveat, though, I am still on Instagram. I still have my Instagram account. At the moment, I'm keeping it, but that is always subject to change. We'll we'll have to see uh, how Instagram goes over the next few weeks slash months as we see you know what what Facebook's plans are for the app now that the the sort of top brass has really changed around and Facebook has a lot of heat to to do something cool and innovative again. So Instagram is kind of their their most cool and innovative thing that people use. So I feel like big changes are coming for Instagram and I'm not entirely sure that any of them are going to be all that great, but uh, we'll see. For now, I'm keeping my Instagram account. Anyway, in short, uh, Mark Zuckerberg's learning about the internet this year. <laughs> and meanwhile, uh, you can go read Zucked by Roger McNamee. Uh, so far, it's a great read. Another funny bit of news here. A uh, reporter with Gizmodo has been spending some time uh, trying to live life without any of the big tech companies having any influence in her daily routines, uh, you know, trying to use computer systems without these products, trying to buy things, trying to interact in the world. So she's she's spent time trying to cut Google out, trying to cut Amazon out, trying to cut Apple out, uh, trying to cut Facebook out, of course. And uh, so it, it's been a fun, interesting journey for her. Uh, I haven't followed all of it super closely, Um, But I did read through her article about how she cut Apple out of her life. And it was pretty devastating because, you know, I think of of all the big tech companies, Apple has sort of the biggest bang for your buck in terms of great products that are fun to use without being super creepy and weird and like taking over your entire existence. Um, But uh, reading the article, it struck me that, uh, you know, even if I was super negative on Apple and wanted to leave the ecosystem, it would be completely impossible for me. I mean, unlike Facebook, maybe, or, or, or Google even, uh, I simply cannot cut Apple out of my life. If I cut out using all iOS devices, if I cut out using the Mac, if I cut out using iPhone, uh, Apple Watch, etc., if I got off all of their services and used some other company services. I don't even know who I'd use. Microsoft? Google? Anyway, if I did all those things, my entire livelihood would just stop. I mean, I'm so reliant on Apple tools for my business. That's how I make money. I'm a web designer. I'm a web developer. Uh, Mac and iOS are by far the best platforms for those tasks, in my opinion. Uh, I could maybe get away with a 
Linux laptop for some of the web development work I do. Uh, I could certainly run web applications on a Linux-based laptop, um, but there's no real Linux-based phone that's really great. There's not really a Linux-based tablet that's really great. Uh, there's just there's 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 just no ecosystem in existence right now that is anywhere close to what Apple has for all the different types of computing I do. I mean, video editing, multimedia, photography, like all of these creative things that I do every day, it's all enabled by Apple tools. And so, you know, it's a good thing I love Apple tools. It's a good thing I enjoy using these tools. And it's a good thing that I think the company is, you know, as far as corporations go, I feel like Apple's a pretty decent company overall. They certainly make mistakes. They certainly do some really boneheaded things. I think Tim Cook's reign at Apple has seen a little bit too much bean counting and not enough focus on quality for quality's sake. Um, but all that said, you know, it's a good thing that I feel like Apple is overall a decent company because I just there's no way I could use tools from any other company or or uh, vendor out there <laughs> and get all the things done that I do. Um, but if you're interested in the observations uh, of this reporter at Gizmodo or articles about cutting out all a usage of Apple or Google or Facebook or these other companies, it's pretty fascinating. Uh, check out that link in the show notes. And finally, just a little tease. Uh, coming up, I'm planning to do an episode that's my five big predictions for social media in 2019. I have some thoughts about where social media is headed, uh, in particular, the Fediverse, Mastodon, etc., uh, so uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, it might be the next episode. Uh, it might be a couple episodes out. We'll see. But um, please subscribe if you haven't already to this podcast. You can use Apple Podcasts, Castro, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and possibly some other platforms have the podcast as well. Just search for The Jared White Show. And of course, you can always go to jaredwhite.com slash podcast to listen to episodes, to view show notes, and more. Oh, and also we have a Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash essential life, Jared, you can sign up for Patreon and get special bonuses, sneak previews of upcoming content, a whole lot more. So thanks for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye. Jerry Rachel.